Hello and welcome to another episode of Living in the Past. Uh, today we are going through the top grossing, and they are gross films, of 1992. Uh, we have along back for the ride our good friend Matthew Smith. How are you doing? I'm going alright. How are you? I'm doing good. I'm doing Excellent. good. Excellent. Benjamin. Hello. <laughs> All right. <laughs> now, um, there's a bit of there's a bit of uh, like we have some movies that were on our last list on this list. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know if they make the 25 though. Do they? I think. Do they? Well, one of them, I think. But anyway, um, so we've talked about a few of these before. Some of them, like, it's a pretty good opportunity because sometimes we don't get to uh, delve into all the movies of a month. There's one on this. Well, there's one on this movie. There's one list. Uh, there's one movie on this list that I really want to get into it because, like, it was really, really funny when I watched it. Um, and uh, there's no funny films on this list. Yes, there is. Mm. <laughs> uh, and then um, we've also got uh, so we've got November and December to go. Then we've also got our end of year uh, report. <laughs> there, there's a couple here from November, which is super impressive. Yeah. Like, you got two months worth of cinema time and you made it into the top. And they're pretty high. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cool. So, let's let's not bugger us around. Let's, let's, let's get into it. So. Are we doing any honourable mentions outside of the 25 to start? We'll do them at the end. We'll do the honourable mentions at the end. Or we'll just try and forget about them because there's not <laughs> any worthwhile. And Matt's, I think, got some um, some of the flops. Well, <laughs> you you were listing off the, what you thought the good movies were. And I'm like, well, that sucked. That sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Hudson Hawk. It's <laughs> a great film. Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man. An even better film. Why? <laughs> they are a lot of fun. They are ridiculous. Harley, Harley Davidson and the Marlboro Man was it was so hard to get through. Really, oh, Mickey yeah. Rourke was great. Really? Matt, Matt's in this spot that I was in before we started this podcast. You would tell me about these movies, and I said that's really good. And you'd say, "Have you seen it lately?" Yeah. And I would say, "That's not important." <laughs> And now Matt have that exact same interaction where I am you and he is me. Because if you haven't seen it for the last 20 years, like, yeah, it's really good. And then yeah. you watch it again and it's not quite as good. A lot of people, of when I talk to them about it, it's like, oh, you should, when are you going to cover this one? That'd be awesome. Like, maybe you should watch it again. Yeah. No, but my feelings for these movies hasn't changed. Yeah, that's what worries me. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you, like, you, like, you were like the high art guy. No, I can I'll, dance in the dark over there, but you're dancing in the dark with um, Mickey Rock. Oh, that's right. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I do like ridiculously dumb movies. You like the, like Roadhouse. You like the and then the I like art house films. We should do a. Do you want to do a watch along with Roadhouse one day with us? Oh, yeah, that would be <laughs> no, that'd be fun. No thanks. It's pretty good. <laughs> All I can imagine is your brother-in-law like kooling through the wall, <laughs> yelling out Roadhouse. Um. So we'll start off with this. Uh, number 20, bringing in 63,128,000, is A Few Good Men. Did you order the code red? You don't have to answer that question. I'll answer the question. You want answers? I think I'm entitled. You want answers? I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Son, we live in a world that has walls, and those walls have to be guarded by men with guns. Who's gonna do it? You? You, Lieutenant Weinberg? I have a greater responsibility than you can possibly fathom. I, w- I recently watched A Few Good Men because um, we got the, that coming up in December. Um, it's probably the first time I've watched it from Go to Woe. I've just never... I, I, I know the bit with Jack Nicholson. <laughs> I know that Tom Cruise is in it. 
did know Kevin Pollock was in it. <laughs> that was it's, a pleasant surprise. He is a pleasant surprise. He is. If I got woken up in the middle of the night at four o'clock in the morning, was a knock on my door, I'm like, what the fuck is this? Was it Kevin Pollock? I'm like, no problems. That's a scene in the movie, right? No. It's just Kevin Pollock. <laughs> It's the new sitcom from Fox. It's like, <laughs> it's Kevin at four. <laughs> it's like pranked, but it's just Kevin Pollock waking people up. Yeah, and then doing like his, uh, well, he's, he's got his Christopher Walken impression. <laughs> and he's got his, I think he's got a Jimmy Stewart as well. I feel like he's a little bit abrasive though as well. Like he's, he's pleasant, po- but I think he's... He's got a podcast and like, you cannot stop. He's like um, that guy from uh, The Trip. You can't stop him from doing impressions even if uh-huh. you want him to. So like he would just drop it in and he'd be like someone will be talking and he'll like he'll pedestrianly mention Christopher Walken and he's like oh wow I'm like no no you don't need to do a compression like he's telling a story I want to know and then yeah I'm not a fan actually of you that. know what maybe if Kevin Pollock did come around I wouldn't let him in no. <laughs> it's starting to annoy me now yeah um, you're welcome I this is good do you like this movie I haven't seen it fuck you get out of town even yeah. though I just I just watched it for the first time <laughs> <laughs> never interested me you don't want jack nicholson yelling at you over and over because <laughs> that's what he does everyone's yelling in this movie this is a perfect example of films that matthew likes and doesn't like it's right in the middle of a film that you expect him to like but it's not roadhouse and it's not japanese erotica three <laughs> japanese erotica where do you get that from <laughs> that like a weird art house film um I... <laughs> Japanese erotica. I I don't I do not like Tom Cruise's character in this film. Like he's not re- there's no redemption to him. He's just a prick the whole way out. I hate the the, the first <laughs> he goes into um, Demi Moore's office right at the start and he's like this young hotshot hotshot lawyer and it's like he's there's the most obnoxious thing. He's eating an apple, but like the most like he makes the, the, the biggest bites and he's just like and it's like hum 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 and she's just like. What the fuck are you doing? And at one point, she even holds a bit on us. It's like, put the fuck in the apple bin, you disrespectful little shit. Do you think that was probably his idea as well? <laughs> oh, yeah. He's just like, <laughs> he went, then I'll throw it at you. And I'm like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> it's enough. Come go back. <laughs> um, yeah. I can't if you haven't seen it. Yeah. Wow. <sighs> I didn't see that coming. Yeah, it just never interested me. So. Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's well, go on to 19, and I, I bet you $8 Matthew has seen this film. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, boomerang. Simply delicious, Marcus. I keep telling you, Mom, she should take some cooking lessons from you. All she do is cook pork. I bet we've eaten everything on the pig from the rooter to the tutor. The whole pig, huh? You didn't marry me for my cooking. <laughs> got that right, baby. That's why we got little Junior over there. Bang, 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 bang. Must you embarrass me in front of my friends on every possible occasion? No. Oh my god. Glad we didn't shake on that. The f- <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> the film that gave us. So that that comes on when uh, the lead of the film is walking her dog and she's like got like she's dressed to the nines and she's got this dog and like oh, well, well. Eddie, Eddie Murphy's big thing is that he pretends he's looking for a dog to pick up women oh. and um, yeah so he's and the whole thing is like a reversal on like he's like uh, um, he sleeps with everyone and then he gets this boss who's the female him 
and oh. um, then he has to sort of uh, reconcile with that because he's like really um, into her, and then but there's a, there's another girl that he's sort of into who's nicer, and yeah, it's just like it's one of the better uh, um, Eddie Murphy comedies around that time, like because it's just before he sort of took a bit of a nosedive. Who does he end up with? He ends up with um, Halle Berry. So Ooh. which girl was that? The... Halle Berry's a nice one. The nice girl. So not yeah. his boss. Not his boss. His boss is played by... He probably um, had some sort of power issues. He didn't want to end up with someone <laughs> more powerful than him because that's what men are like. Um, there's like some really... Uh, it's uh, Robin Givens is his uh, boss and you would know her from... I'll show a picture of her. Yeah, I've seen her and stuff. That's who I was picturing. Yeah, I'm not. I can't. I can't remember what she's in. Like, because here it's like there's blank man. But um, she's been in stuff. We've seen her around. Yeah. Um, it's also got uh David Allen Greer and Martin Lawrence are his friends, and he um he ends up uh snaking one of his friends with the girl. Oh. And it's um, but they're all you know it's all good. I don't know, it's it's like it's not it's not high art, but it's 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 a good movie. Um, Grace Jones, isn't it? <laughs> How come? Because <laughs> she's in one of the ads. He plays an ad executive, and then um, at one point he um, he just lets this dude, like his his director, just um, come up with his own concept or something. And she's in this like this this weird as fuck like um, ad for a perfume, and it's like they're like it's one of those like eighties nineties ones where it's like it's in a jungle and stuff, and it's got nothing to do with the perfume. But at the end, they just put the perfume bottle. I was just like, oh, okay, that was about perfume. I was like, you mean like ads now? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, Chris Rock's in it. Uh, oh, one of his Chris. first, uh, yeah, one of his first um, roles. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good movie, and um, one that um, the best part is when uh, David Allen Greer's dad, played by John Witherspoon, he's in Friday. Have you ever seen Friday with Ice Cube? No, it's hard to get it. Ice, Ice Cube's yeah. dad in Friday. He's one of the funniest people we've ever ever been in a film. His scene, watch it for his scene. It's okay. amazing. Wait, Friday or Boomerang? Boomerang. Both. <laughs> uh, it also gifted us with... No. Yeah, this is why it was... This, this is what got so popular. No way. Boys to Man of That. Groove. Man. Eddie Murphy singing it all on the soundtrack? No, <laughs> this is not. Uh, what's that? Saturday? Is it Saturday night? I don't know. Oh man, that song what he did. He does. I think he had it one or two albums. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that made uh, seventy thousand dollars, seventy million dollars, seventy thousand, seventy million dollars. Um, also, one of the first um, Eddie Murphy made it sure that it was uh, predominantly, I think, maybe one hundred percent black crew. So yeah. everyone on there, he like gave made sure that everyone was um was was uh, African American or yeah, diversity sort of thing. So it was really good. Um, Beauty and the Beast is number eighteen at seventy two million dollars. I thought I told you to come down to dinner. I'm not hungry. You'll come out, or I'll I'll, I'll break down the door. The master, I could be wrong, but uh, that may not be the best way to win the girl's affections. Please attempt. To be a gentleman, but she is being so difficult. Gently, gently. Will you come down to dinner? No. Hmm? Uh, suave, 
genteel? It would give me great pleasure if you would join me for dinner. <laughs> Please. No, thank you. You can't stay in there forever. Yes, I can. Fine. Then go ahead and start. That was released in November of 91. So, you know, it's pretty good. I think it was high up the list last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yes. That's impressive. Do you like Beauty the Beast? I've never watched it. Fucking hell! Why are you, why are you on? <laughs> He's here for number seventeen. Do you like? Do you like Disney? Number seventeen. Ooh. Do you like Disney? So, yeah. What's your favorite Disney movie? We might have already done this last year. It seems so so long ago. What's your favorite Disney movie? I oof, I can't. There's a fox and a hound, like one of those depressing ones. <laughs> I really <laughs> like Robin Hood. No, oh, I mean you're only human. That's a good, that's <laughs> yeah. a good one. Um, there's a lot of Disney stuff I like. Yeah, they've started making like TV shows out of them, like like cartoons out of them, and like they've made a hundred one Dalmatian one that the boys are watching. So I thought I'll put the movie, I'll put the old movie on. It's like that was on the list last year, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. And they were they were like uh, Ollie liked it because I think he I think we watched it a bit when he was a kid, but like Mishy was uh, not into that at all. Yeah, made seventy two million dollars that one. I'm trying to think of uh, more recent Disney films. Big Hero Six. Never seen it. Fuck you. Um, B movie. It's not a Disney movie. It's DreamWorks. Uh, Coco. Yeah, I've seen that. Yes. You like it? Yes. Okay, thank you. You're, you're back on. Have you oh, seen Uncut? I Gems? turned your mic off, but now you're back on. Have you seen Uncut Gems? Oh no. There's a scene where Adam Sandler is chasing this girl down the street. Okay. And there's, I hate to be the person explaining a meme, audibly, but. It's, so it's a photo of Adam Sandler being old and fat and gross, chasing a young girl down the street. And the meme is, girl wearing band t-shirt, oh. every dad chasing her, asking her to name three songs. <laughs> there's one also... It's exactly what you just did to Matt with Disney. There's, there's one of like two girls taking a selfie in the mirror and there's like guy's head smashed to the wall and he's like, and they're like, yeah, girl, girls in band t-shirts. and yep. yeah. yeah. Or Paul and Disney films. Yeah. Well, no, I just like, I don't know what... What's your milieu? <laughs> and I don't know what milieu means. <laughs> so there's more coming. Uh, unforgiven. All right, I'm coming out. Any man I see out there, I'm going to kill him. Any some bitch takes a shot at me, not only going to kill him, I'm going to kill his wife, all his friends. Burn his damn house down. Nobody better shoot. There you go. Sad, yeah, sad cowboy. Sad cowboy. Yeah, it's, it's an excellent, excellent film. This is why you're here. It's yeah. probably one of Clint Eastwood's best. Wow. Is it? <laughs> Yeah, one of there. his best performances or one of his best films or... When... Well, he directed it. So you think it's the best film he's directed? Or the best film he yes. started? That would be his best directorial film. It, it's not hard to be the best of a Clint Eastwood movie. <laughs> you don't like Westerns? Uh, I, I've, I've mentioned on here before, I don't really. It's really... Uh, I don't know what it is. I liked... I liked some of it. I didn't even like the... Um, the the good, the bad, and the ugly. And all that. I try to. I really do. Once upon a time in the West, it's like... Somebody what? throw a pie. 
What it's about? Like, uh, it's so fucking long. Like they the the movies uh, match the desolate plains that they're on. Like, and that's uh, look. It's not. It's not the def- It's definitely not the best movie I've ever seen. But like all that. All the jokes in a million ways to die in the in the West kind of rang true for people who don't like westerns. It's like, yeah, it's a pretty horrible time. There's a lot of movies about it. Yeah. Yep. Um, what about uh, Cowboys and Aliens? <laughs> does that count? I think it does. Tits. <laughs> Harrison uh, Ford in that? Yeah, he is. Is he? Yeah, Daniel Craig and Harrison oh, Ford. I just remember Olivia Wilde <laughs> <laughs> because she's a nice person. It's a Favreau, wasn't it? It's a yeah, big maybe. old Favreau movie, yeah. yeah. Before he went to Disney, maybe. Yeah. Anyway, I'm forgiven. I'm forgiven. Why do you like this movie? <laughs> well, it's no. a, a great Western. <laughs> it, ha- it has all the tropes that are in the standard Western. Gene Hackman, Denzel Washington. They got um, a lot of people for this movie. Like It was like an over 50-year-old man's wet dream. Just like, Well, yeah, you could say it's a prestige Western in the old-fashioned mm. sense. No, you had Morgan and Gene and Clint, and that's, that's right, kind yeah, of... It's Morgan, Morgan. That, that's it. You've got those three people. And... and uh, how many... Is there any females in it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yes, all the uh, sex workers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Who was, um, apparently they called them. Who was? Who was? Um, yeah, Gene Hackman was... Uh, He's more weird. than okay saying that word. You know when some actors are saying a word and they're like, I don't think you're acting. <laughs> I think you're just like, ooh, Western where I can say who was. <laughs> but talking about Westerns, do you acknowledge the, the, uh, the fact that Tarantino owes a big debt to Westerns? Ooh. Yeah, but like, uh, I'm steadily separating the art from that man. <laughs> um, like, I, I like... I mean, once upon a time in Hollywood, there's a lot of Western stuff in it. But it's like, mm-hmm. I will watch that more for the bit where Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio breaks and he's like, what's the fucking line? <laughs> so it's amazing. Do you like once upon a time in Hollywood? Still haven't seen it. Are you going to read the book? <laughs> yes, I've uh, ordered it. Apparently gives a, yeah, I've ordered it. It's, okay. uh, it's a big W though. Yeah. It's everywhere. Yeah, I don't know. I was, oh no, um... If you get it from a certain site, there's stuff that comes with it. So, yeah. the fan boys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, look, I, and I like. Um, I know that he said that because I really like the second Kill Bill, and he's like, "Well, that's more of a western." I'm like, "Is it? I don't know." Like, I don't know. There's desert scenes, so I guess so. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I don't love Django. I do like Hateful Eight, but I wouldn't even count that as a western, really. Um, I don't know. I try, I try. I'm trying. This it one is, took. I took uh, it took me three times to watch because it's very, very long and boring. It's not that long. Not as long as Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. No, it's yeah, not. Well, you don't have Brad Pitt holding your hand the whole way through, and I then th- pun- and then him beating up hippies at the end. <laughs> this, I, it didn't feel that long to me. I didn't love it. Guess what? I watched for the second time in like three weeks last night. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Moneyball. Nice. Because uh, Mal had one, like, one of her workmates said you should watch Moneyball. I'm like, I'll watch it again with you. <laughs> Have you seen Moneyball? No. Oh my God. Did you, did you set up that workmate? Like, can you, can you please ask my wife if she's seen Moneyball? Yeah, I'm Mal's husband. <laughs> you, you don't need to know how I got your number. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, Unforgiven. Out of five, two stars. 75 mil. And then going on to another Western-ish, uh, The Last of the Mohicans. In West Kentucky, 
There is a war on. How is it you are heading west? Well, we kind of face to the north and real sudden like turn left. I thought all our colonial scouts were in the militia. The militia is fighting the French in the north. I ain't your scout. You sure ain't no damn militia. No, I'm shaking the head. Have you seen it though? No. Um, Daniel, I know who's in it? Daniel Day Lewis yeah. changed his DNA into a Native American for this movie. Yes. <laughs> he actually went into a lab and said, just, "I think he just did it by willpower." Yeah, yeah, and face paint. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's a pretty brutal movie. Um, I tried to get through it um, again. I don't know. Uh, these ones I need to sort of start earlier. It's not like you're just a cozy watch on a Saturday night and like you need to put some time and effort into these movies i hope you knew even from the title that this wasn't going to be a cozy film <laughs> it's like <laughs> last of the mohegans like oh uh, this sounds, sounds like, like a good fun. time yeah let's get some popcorn uh, no <laughs> again like uh, yeah it's it's the same with um it's like schindler's list it's like I don't see why people would go to the cinema and watch <laughs> with a bunch of other people <laughs> it's just like Liam Neeson <laughs> just elbowing the person next to you like why has she got a red dress yeah, everything else is black and white is this annoying <laughs> the majority of the films we go and see are like action-y or horror or yeah horror. I went and saw so yeah like in 2018 I went and saw the new Halloween that was fun to watch that in a movie like horror movies in a movie theater with other people is pretty cool but um yeah I remember seeing Saturday Pro Ryan um and it's just like... But that's a wartime classic. So that, you know, you want a big screen. You but want... you can't... Like, I can crinkle stuff all the way through, like a Godzilla versus King Kong. You crinkle during Soda Prime Ryan, you get like... the. Sh- well, you save it for the fighting scenes, obviously. <laughs> well, no, because then I feel sick because there's people's arms being blown off. And stuff. <laughs> did, uh, did I tell you of the evening we went and saw Under the Skin? Or Under Her Skin? Uh, Scarlett Johansson film? You went to the movies? We did. We went to Palace, I think at Prospect. One of those tiny little theatres yeah, with yeah, about yeah. 10 people. Oh, I saw did Knives you Out like there. It? Hey? I saw Knives Out in one of those. Yeah, yeah. it's nice. Yeah. Um, did I didn't like get it? to enjoy the film because I had a cough through the mm-hmm. whole thing. So I was either holding my breath or going... <clears throat> and trying not to cough. Piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it was horrible. I probably should have left because I think people would have liked me to have left. So... That's enough. What were we saying? Unforgiven. Last Mohicans. That was 75 mil too. Fried green tomatoes. You ever been to Whistle Stop? Does the name Itchy Thread Good ring a bell? Um, no, ma'am. I don't think so. Itchy and her friend Ruth ran the Whistle Stop Cafe. Oh. Itchy was a character, all right. Anybody could have thought she murdered that man is beyond me. I beg your pardon? Well, you sit and relax a while. I'll tell you all about it. <sighs> I wish I'd watched this again. It's pretty good. Yeah. Oh, there's been drama. The ducks. Yeah. <laughs> the ducks just flew up and took the lake with them. Um, have you seen... Nope. Oh, I'm not even going to fucking say. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it a chick flick? Uh, Hang on, I need to keep a tally. You'd seen Beauty and the Beast, right? No, no, no. Okay, it's about so four. you've seen. We're at fifteen, and you've seen Unforgiven. <laughs> one, Unforgiven. One out of five. The, the, the proper ones. Okay. 
no, it's not a chick flick. It is a heartfelt drama that you should watch and uh, learn to love again. And go through menopause. Yes. You're nearly there. <laughs> <laughs> 76 mil for fried greens tomatoes. That was actually, I think, uh, last year. That was a 91 movie. Uh, yes. White man can't jump. Yeah, baby. There's some people out here say you stole their money. Come on in. No, 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 baby. I, I ain't steal his money. I hustled his money. What the fuck do you want, huh? And who invited you in my house anyway? I did. And I want to talk to what's your name? Glory. Glory. Look, baby, that man hustled me long before I ever hustled him. Hey, that's true, Ron. I saw the whole thing. You damn skippy, so what goes around comes around. Hey. That's it. Yeah. 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 You won't mind if Gloria and I have a little talk. You want something to drink? Please, come on. Now, Run. this boy got a lot of good. Billy Ho! It's good to see you, Billy. You look swell. Yep. That's right. You fucked me. Yo, Yo, get man, the hell get the out of front of the TV. TV man. Half of your ass. 76 mil. Matthew? See yeah. It? Of course. All right. No, no, really? <laughs> I have it on the DVD. Okay, well, two on out of seven. DVD. <laughs> on the DVD. Two out of seven. What's all your right. tally? Have you seen all of these so far? Uh, yes. Start to finish, oh, except, for, except for the last Mohicans. Okay. Um, yeah. Uh, White Man Can't Jump, probably one of my favorites of this year. I think it could creep into a, a top five. Yeah, I'm not sure. It would be very harsh for it not to yeah. be acknowledged. Um, good performances. Uh, it's it's great, but it's also frustrating now you watch it with grown up eyes. Or yeah. Like, like, Why are you like this, Billy? Billy's such a fucking idiot. Get it together. Come Billy. on. Billy. Billy, do you know when, um, in that ninety nine Woodstock documentary, mm. for some reason, she comes out, um, and uh, insights are right. No, no, she Rosie Perez. She, yeah, Rosie Perez comes out and she introduces DMX, I think, or she does a competition, yeah. and like you see her come out and she's like, hello, hello. Then like it just develops into a bunch of white guys going, show us your tits, show us your tits, and then she's like. I'm not going to show you shit. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, Rosie. <laughs> and it's just like, that was that, that's at the start. And you're like, what can I go down for me? <laughs> yeah. You should watch yes. the Woodstock 99 doco if you can find it. What's it, it on? I don't know. How did you watch it? Uh, binge. Huh. Get some binge. Yeah, we got, we got that one. Oh, well, it's on there. There you go. Do it, man. It's really good. Really? It is. Does it? Fred, it goes into Limp Biscuit. It's Fred Durst. Oh man, there's some Fred Durst in there. Uh, and you also get to see old Noodles and Dexter from Offspring. <laughs> I want you to see Very so sweaty. Bad. No, just... Uh, how to sugarcoat this. <laughs> Round it out. That's what, that's what I was kind of going for. Like, looking a bit, yeah. They shouldn't... It's a, especially for Dexter, it is a stark difference. When okay. they go from the 99 to the you mean now. Like, you mean yeah. like Johnny Rotten now? Nah, he was, he's, he's always, he was always working himself, himself up to that. Mm. I'm how, destitute. How did, They're taking my money. How did we get here from White Man Can't Jump? I don't know. Uh, the one thing I will you, say... You, you mentioned White Man. <laughs> <laughs> is that when the movie came out around that time, like basketball cards were quite in at mm-hmm. that time. So the, and all of us white boys at school played basketball. Yeah, well, I watched from the sidelines. <laughs> yeah. 
When basketball was popular. I was, well, yeah, the Michael Jordan years, everyone was... I was hoping yeah, to be Billy. I was just sitting on the sidelines and waiting for some like, Wesley Snipes to ask yeah. me to play. I'm like, yeah, okay. I've still got my old basketball cards. Really? worth something. No, they're not. I've looked. It's disappointing. <laughs> oh. Like Shaquille O'Neal and things like that. No. Rookie card. They're probably like when you get a superstar player, there's probably four million of them out there. Mm. Do you ever... Do you mean Golden State Warriors? Probably. You're back into cards now? No, oh, well, I'm back into Golden State Warriors. I've got a lot of Larry Bird cards. <laughs> yeah. A lot. But they're not <laughs> well, worth anything. Well, to be fair, he's the only one that we could, like, you know, truly think that we could be sometimes. <laughs> Just the biggest nerd out there. Yeah. Like, yeah. But then he, like, you, then he talks and he's like, oh, he's a good old boy. Yeah, he is. Uh, the Bodyguard. So have you ever liked anybody? What do you mean? Like me, a girl. Yeah, a long time ago. Mm. What happened? Do you mind if I ask? Do you mind if I don't answer? I don't want to pry. Oh, yeah, I can see that. <laughs> what? <laughs> She didn't die, did she? <laughs> While you were protecting her, she got killed, right? <laughs> God, that's not it, is it? That's it, isn't it? is perfect. this for the first time probably since the 90s i don't think i'd ever seen it before mash yeah it's a banger mash film a what sorry well we a banger a, a good song is a banger and a good film is a mash really yeah well in, 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 well, in we've tried to decide that i don't think it's catching on but you know uh the kids oh they? Gonna, uh, they, okay. they, no. why is it a mash because bangers a mash oh okay but which kids also don't eat anymore, probably. Also, I don't think kids say banger anymore either, so. Uh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> the children who are wrong. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, I watched this today, actually, because we got November coming up, and it's. He shares this. You know how um, with. Uh, what was the Harrison Ford film? Oh, uh, Presumed. Oh yeah, the haircuts. Yeah, same haircut. Kevin Costner got the same wimpy haircut that Kevin got that um, Harrison Ford. It works Ford has. really well though as a bodyguard. Um, well, it's it's really good, and like he, uh, I'll save some for the episode, but like he is driving a Ute in this. Yeah, a deluxe Ute. It's got Very one of those strange. little sort of like hood ornament things. Is he supposed to be like a bit bogany country? Well, he does go to a country in Western Bar with um like. Yeah. Rachel later. Um, it, it's weird. I don't. I think they're trying to portray him in a way that he never actually portrays himself. Yeah. Do you know? Uh, do you, uh, have you seen it recently? No. 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 Um, do you remember anything about it? 
Yeah, of course. Yeah, so yeah, Whitney yeah. Houston's house, do you know which, which house that is? It's no. a very famous Hollywood house. The White House? It's the house in Godfather where the guy wakes up next to the horse's head. Really? Yeah. Wow. You can always tell because it's actually used in... Um, it's used in fucking heaps of movies, but like... Uh, you can always tell because it's got like sort of Roman architecture, but it's like got peach um, siding to the house. And it's like... So when like they panned up and I was just like, ah... Oh, Think we're gonna see a horse dying in a second. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, this is a I, look. I love it. I liked it. Um, it's you know, it's a good thriller. It's above like a lot of the other thrillers we've had. Yeah, I'm looking at you sleeping with the enemy. With the enemy. <laughs> Ooh, calm down. Uh, yeah, and um, you've got Mike Starr. Uh, he's the one, the, the guy from Dumb and Dumber, the one of the hitman in that. Yeah, oh, okay. rest in guy. peace. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, he was, he's in that. <laughs> no, but isn't this one of the films around Kevin Costner when he was at his peak or just beginning? Uh, when he, was he not at his peak? <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it, uh, the, do you like the movie of the, the Rumour Has It, that one with Jennifer Aniston? Uh, yes. Is it, is it good, Paul? Yes. Really? Is, it, is yeah. it still at his peak there? He's, he managed to like fuck three generations of women in one family. <laughs> It was just the front cover before they scrapped it was just Kevin Costa with his hand up like the high five. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I uh, look. He can't do no wrong. I haven't postman? watched Yellowstone. I haven't watched Yellowstone. I'm not, I'm not there. The Postman. Yeah, Ooh. I'll watch. I'll watch anything with him in it. No way out, man. No way out. Feel dreams. Shut up, Mr. Brooks. Um, what, Mr. Brooks? Mr. Brooks? Have you seen Mr. Brooks? No. That's awesome. That I feel like that was his comeback. He's a serial killer, and William Hurt plays his inter, in, uh, internal dialogue. Yep. Fuck. Good stuff, man. Good ending. It is. It's oh. quite good. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of endings, we won't mention the bodyguard ending, but I had never seen it before, and I was quite surprised. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get there. Okay. We're saving that for November. Yeah, we'll save that. Okay, no spoilers. Uh, that made seventy nine million. Uh, the next one is Dracula. Welcome to my home. Enter freely of your own will and leave some of the happiness you bring. Count Dracula. I am Dracula. And I bid you welcome, Mr. Harcourt, to my house. Come in. Bram Stoker's Dracula. <laughs> no? I actually thought I actually thought it was Lane fucking up with the microphone. <laughs> Quick ways. You're like you're like Marge with the grinding of the teeth. <laughs> um, yeah, we me and Mal watched this Ooh, sexy movie. <laughs> yes, is it? Well, a lot of nipples. Se- <laughs> yeah, nipples don't make for sexy. Um, a nipple does not one sex. Through nipples, yeah. Uh, no, don't say that. <laughs> uh, so. This one, uh, so Francis Ford, Francis Ford Coppola, um, thinking that like, some of his choices of uh, shot selection are weird. Like at the start, 
they go back to him being Vladley and Paler, but it's like it's very obviously a soundstage. Yeah, it's like you spent so much on everything else, you couldn't find like a field of him. Like I don't know, and like there's that <laughs> there's the um, all I can think of is the Simpsons. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> With say the that, shadows and stuff like yeah, that. <laughs> so many Simpsons scenes. I was like, oh, I'm glad that Francis Ford Coppola really enjoys the Simpsons. <laughs> and then um, there is um, Drew Carey Holman's is like, they just went, it's like, just fucking go for it, Gary. He's like, oh, I will. <laughs> <laughs> um, he, have you, well, you probably wouldn't have, have you seen, um, there's a footage of Francis, Francis Ford Coppola and Gary Oldman having a fight on step on set, ooh, and a physical fight or a no. Gary, Gary Oldman just walks off, but the thing is, he's in full Dracula makeup, <laughs> so he's got the big booby hair and stuff like that, and he's just like, <laughs> and he, hair. And he, and, but then he's, and he's going back. He's like, well, no, because if he walks, if Keanu walks through the door, then I'm, I'm, I got to be over here. Oh no, I, I, and it's like he's going back full into like his like usual. It's like, oh. Go back to Dracula. <laughs> you, you sound like a you sound like a fishmonger. <laughs> um, oh, there's a there's a line in this movie that he says. Um, it's like I have gone over oceans to feel your love. So I was like, oh, Gary. <laughs> I don't. I couldn't get around the whole idea that he's found someone that looks like his partner from centuries ago, mm-hmm. and he's like, I'm just gonna obsess over you and come and. Why? I do like the so did you this is... um you seen it yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 that bit where he's sending dirt to all those people places yes. that's pretty cool because he's like he needs to sleep in the dirt of Transylvania so he's like he's putting it he's sending it to all these houses so he can like basically sleep wherever he needs yeah. to be that's pretty fucking good I like that yeah that happened recently in uh, what we do in the shadows yeah and then um apparently there's another movie coming out soon of the boat trip over. Just the boat trip, so from Transylvania that to England. That sounds thrilling. Um, well, you know how he basically takes takes part, like, takes part all the people on board. Mm. Like, yeah. So I reckon it sounds pretty good. Is Gary Oldman in it? <laughs> He's a captain. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just funny to hear him say Keanu, and then Keanu's just sort of like by the side. He's like, because this is like Keanu in like just after Bill and Ted time. He's like, oh, I shouldn't be here. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. Point Break though. And Bill and Ted. I he wasn't as terrible rising. as I thought he was in this movie. No, I was confused by the other lady that seemed to have twelve boyfriends and they all seemed okay with it, <laughs> but she wasn't a lady of the night. <laughs> it's like one's like an explorer, one's like a yeah, and they all come. <laughs> it's and a, she like max on all of them, and they're all like, okay, who's who's next? But then they, then they see her in the bed. There's like with the the white masks, and they're like. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're good <laughs> um yeah so 82 million uh next one on the list is patrick Gaines. tits tighten up on that way Movie. Have you seen this movie? <laughs> yes. He says tits in it. 
Does he? Wow. He sees a satellite image. We've, we've covered this in the episode that, that came out. He sees a satellite image. Of a tank top of a, a tank, human being. And because he's looking for this terrorist group. And he's, he gets the kind of like, zoom in, he's like, more. Enhance. Enhance. Tits. <laughs> and it's just the perfect... Yeah, I think you need a little, and, and yeah, that whole like sort of mouth breathing. There's the no, there's the <laughs> enhance, enhance. Oh, <laughs> um, yeah. I am going to say something. I don't think he's that good an actor. I think he's good in films. I think he's he's uh, people like it when he's there. I don't think he's actually that great an actor. I think he does the same thing most of the time. Especially after like six days and seven nights. Like after that, and he's just like, he's just like, I'm just going to phone it in now. <laughs> it's just, yeah, he's he's not great. Like if you've, if you've watched that What Lies Beneath? No. I'm pretty not. sure at one, one point he's actually fallen asleep in that movie. I would fall asleep in that movie. <laughs> and the shelf life is talking to him and like a little a little <laughs> little broom just comes and just like <laughs> knocks him. <laughs> And he's like, oh, tits. Uh, classic. Um, yeah. Uh, $83 million. That seems like too much. And yeah, I was the start of uh, Sean Bean uh, dying in every movie. <laughs> just, he signed a contract very early in his career. I was like, you're going to die in everything, but you know, you'll make a lot of films. All right. Yeah, cool. Can okay. Get- the next one is... Good choice. Under siege. Oh, keep going. <laughs> See, you can't argue with me here or negotiate or attempt any chicken shit psychological ploy. You have to reconsider your entire philosophy. All right, all right, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. Um, whatever you decide to do is inevitable. Now look at my life, Tom. The life you people tried to take. There was Annapolis, it was Vietnam, there's war college, so on. You know, I missed the 60s, and I truly believe that if I could have been there to make my contribution, everything would have worked out fine. Look, Bill, if this is about reliving the 60s, you can forget about it, buddy. The movement is dead. Yes, of course, hence the name. Movement, it moves a certain distance, then it stops, you see? A revolution gets its name by always coming back around in your face. You tried to kill me, you son of a bitch. So welcome to the revolution. There's more to follow. I'll stay in touch. No, you didn't like that? I actually haven't seen it for a very long time. But I didn't go back and see it because I assumed I'm not going to enjoy it very much. Watch it for Tommy Lee. Steven's girl is fucking awful. You, you'd watch Janet then for Tommy Lee. <laughs> and then we'll see him in Bla- I'm Blown Away where he's got that little... Hey, baby, I'm Irish, hey! <laughs> Why can I not picture Blown Away? Oh, you will. Uh, it's uh, Jeff Bridges' slow motion running oh. towards the camera. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And they did the same exact thing in Arlington Road. And it's like, you're always too late, Jeff. Just... Chill, but he's better now. He's uh, apparently he's in remission. Oh, good. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Uh, Mostly hanging out for a fugitive, aren't we? Tommy Lee or U.S. Marshals? I don't know. I get them confused. Fuck (laughs) up. (laughs) Although you know that thing in Netflix where, for some reason, and it must be because like it's like there must be a dad in this house. Every time you turn on Netflix, I'm gonna put U.S. Marshals on. (laughs) (laughs) So um. It's, and it plays like a little part of the film. Yeah. It's a bit where he meets Robert Downey Jr. And there's like a little bit of a back and forth. Oh, yeah. Fuck it. I, I've, so I've turned on Netflix a couple of times and I might have just let it play. <laughs> <laughs> K, 
Cosmo, I'm not having any fun. You know, I'll get cranky if I'm not having any fun. <laughs> anyway, uh, uh, Under Siege. Uh, no. Jumping out of the cake. <laughs> that was a famous, that was a famous scene, though, the jumping out of the cake thing. Yep. Yes. Yep. <laughs> so you've obviously seen it. Yeah, of course. Okay. Yeah, he likes, he likes the Marlboro Man. He's watching, <laughs> he's watching Under Siege. <laughs> the first one's better than the second one. Is the second one on a train? Yes. And uh, fucking knocked up lady, your girl's in it, but she's like really yeah. young. Oh, Catherine yeah. Heigl. Yeah. Don't say she's my girl. No, no, I didn't say you're, you're Oh, right. I thought you said... No, no, I said she plays a young girl because she, she was a young girl. In that. She's in Seagal's daughter in yes. the second one. I do remember that. Hmm. He it's didn't have a daughter. It's been on the TV. He the stole her. first two in rotation. Yeah. I believe that something else happened behind the scenes of that movie. Mm. Piece of shit. Mm. Um, hand that rocks the cradle. Oh. Hi, Emma. Tell me which one is he? Where? You know the blue and grey striped shirt? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sidewalk! Ouch! My arm! My arm! Ow! I got a message for you, Roth. Leave Emma alone. Look okay. at me. If you don't, I'm gonna rip your fucking head off. Ow! Hey, get it, man! Let me go! Don't forget it. This is... Uh, it's not a great movie. It's a Disney it's... film. Is it? Is this one of your Disney films that you'd watch and enjoy? <laughs> <laughs> no, the animated no, version's better. I've seen The Hand in the Rock's yeah. Cradle. Are you glad you've seen it? <laughs> no. No, it's pretty average. It's just, I don't know, it's just, it made a lot more money than what I thought it should. It came out in... I think it was, February, I think it was February. Yeah, and then so I was like, got, well, I've got enough fucking else to do. So you got the whole year. I've got no Silence of the Lambs to watch. So it's like, January 10th this came out. January, well, there you go. They've got a it's long like, time to make its money. It's like, Ugh. after Christmas, we've got to watch something. All right, let's go watch Infant Side. It, it made five million more than Under Siege and had ten months longer... <laughs> No, but in the nineties, didn't a lot of like schlocky genre films make a lot of money and were popular? Yeah. Basic uh, instincts, erotic thrillers, yes. and um, Sliver. Well, there, yeah, but then Hand the Rock's Cradle is more of a. Um, it's I suppose it's got like that sort of cheating aspect to it. Yeah, but it's also um, those. Uh, I don't know. I call them like movie of the week that got yeah. past. Yeah. The, the movie of the week, they they like they made it to the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> Sunday afternoon film. Looking good, man. <laughs> good run. <laughs> Put it on the board. Um, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> Aladdin so, is next. Uh, 99 million. I think there's something written here, but it's, it's hard to make out. Hit my head harder than I thought. 
you smoke? Mind if I do? <laughs> Just in this year. 99 million, Aladdin. Do you like this movie? Yes. Thank well, you. See, you. There you go. You talk about um, classic Disney, Disney films. films. And, uh, it's a Disney movie. Of course. I remember owning this on VHS. We bought it. I think we might have talked about this before. Um, my dad bought this one for, I think, my sister for a... That's right. Your yeah. entire family. Yeah. We all gathered around we, and we had all, a ceremony. We all said like, well, he's like, I can buy you 10... Oh, we can buy three, three, three $10 presents or I can get you a $30 movie. <laughs> I feel like it would have cost more than thirty dollars, though. Uh, I think it was about thirty. I think. Okay. I think Brash is twenty nine ninety nine. He got it third hand. <laughs> he went to the op shop. Yeah. <laughs> Greased the wheels of the computer society. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, Aladdin. Um, I fucking love this movie. Uh, I do know that uh, it's quite long. Is it? It's two hours. I oh, do. Wait. No, it's not. Sorry, okay. it's an hour and a half. Still. When I watched it first with the boys, I <laughs> because all you're doing is waiting for fucking. Robin Williams, come on. That takes a while. Like, oh. I, I mean, I do like the first song. Um, and had you promised them Robin Williams <laughs> and they're getting impatient? <laughs> yeah, so the, I held up a picture. It's like, he's coming, kids. He's coming. Um, he's going to do a bunch of uh, impressions of people you've got no idea about. <laughs> yeah, Ed Sullivan, you know him. Remember that um, terrible Fern Gully movie? Well, here's a better version coming. We um we talked about how like who who are Animaniacs for really because like, they all they did was like impersonations of people from the forties fifties and sixties <laughs> and it's just like and like I've watched the new season on Stan like the boys actually quite like it it's actually pretty good oh, um cool. and their first song is like a big thing about like how they still are they still re- relevant now and it's I don't know still got some charm to it Pink in the Brain was pretty good too <sighs> yeah. yeah anyway Aladdin um. I know that this uh, they changed the song lyrics because I think they said um, he refers to something uh, it's, it's barbaric but hey it's home in the first Ooh. and I think they said like no it's yeah. not barbaric so um, apart from that um, it took me I, I watched it probably a few years ago with one of the kids Robin Williams does a voice for the trader at the start and I didn't realize that. Yeah. <laughs> so like, that's the whole, you know, sort of. I was sorry. I was going to watch this last night and watch something else on the list instead. Oh man, but, I'm wondering you know, what I'm running, we're running um, out of stuff, man. I'll. Uh, this came out in November, so I'll I'll have an opinion for you. Yeah. In November. Uh, no, it's good. Yeah. Because I don't know if I've. I mean, I must have seen it start to finish as a child, but it's not something that sticks in my head. I remember when they panned across at the start. And they go past a bunch of mountains, and I thought I thought those mountains were so lifelike. Like they got that sh- that sort of purple shading, and they look so good. Like it was like I was like, this is the pinnacle. You know, this is not like Looney Tunes cartoons. I love Looney Tunes cartoons, but this is like photorealism. And I was like, <laughs> and then you know, obviously Toy Story. Yeah, I will. You know, we'll get to it a bit. But and I then was, going outside as well. I was not. A, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh my god, real mountains? I'm just I'm just touching the screen just like Papa <laughs> <laughs> Do they have this in the real world? Five or <laughs> Um I didn't like Toy Story the first one. And I like there's oh. still there's still things about it. I do not like the way the humans look in that movie. They look fucking frightening. Um they get better in the second one and obviously mm. the third one's just Schindler's toy box. But like um the first one, especially uh Sid yeah, he's the supposed eyes, to be creepy though. The eyes don't move, but he's he laughs and he's like, 
<laughs> like, oh my god, Chucky esque. Um, Hamish didn't like the um the bit where all the toys come out from underneath the bed. I'm like, yeah, because yeah. it's fucking terrifying. It's supposed to be right. Yeah. Uh oh. Um, I watched Soul the other get the other day again. I haven't seen it yet. Still haven't seen it, dude. You, you, Matthew, Matthew should yes. watch Soul. Why? I will see it, but why? Uh it is maybe the perfect Pixar movie. Does uh, Jimmy Barnes do any of the soundtrack? Yes, the entire soundtrack. <laughs> uh, uh, Jamie Foxx said, "Like, I'll do it, but only if, only if when I sing, it's changed to Soul Deep by Jimmy Barnes." Um, uh, no, it's really good. It's um, it's a morality tale. It's like a. It's well, what just, are the other Pixar movies? They're all Toy Story, like Coco, um, B movie. It's not. A <laughs> um, I don't really like the Dorries. I don't really like the Dory or Nemo. Um, I really liked um, Brave. Doesn't get a lot of um, good press. Brave was pretty good. Um, and had, had a Training Dragon. Not throw something at you in a second. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think now. Uh, also, um, <laughs> isn't oh, it Monsters Inc? No. Oh yeah, and Monsters University. Wait, are they oh. Pixar or are they? Yeah, Pixar. DreamWorks. No. Sure? If he's not threatening you, then you got it correct. Oh, okay. I do like Monsters University sheerly because it is set at a university. Yeah, yes. this man doesn't like <laughs> doesn't like Muppets. Muppets, proud, like... proud Muppet hater. Uh, what the movie or the it's show? Just anything to do with the Muppet, really. Why? Because they're mop puppets, and they're just not humorous or enjoyable in yeah. any form. <laughs> Fucking fallacy, isn't it? What about Sesame Street? A little bit, maybe. That's your. <laughs> um, a league of their own. Hey, Evelyn. Can I ask you a question? You got a moment? Mm-hmm. Which team do you play for? Well, I, I'm a peach. Well, I was just wondering, because I couldn't figure out why you would throw home when we've got a two-run lead. You let the tying run get on second, and we lost the lead because of you. Now you start using your head. That's not love. That's three feet above your ass. Are you crying? No. Are you crying? Are you crying? There's no crying. There's no crying in baseball. In the hundred millions. Yep. So. Uh... 107 million. This movie is perfect, and I won't have anyone else. We got the pickle tickle. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite quotes of Matt quoting someone else is uh, <laughs> You said it many times. I'm going to go home, get the wife a little pickle tickle. And, yep. uh, <laughs> it's a brilliant film. It's one it of is. Tom Hanks' best. Yes. Well, yeah. Aren't they all his best? No. Exactly. Like, him and Kevin Cross make a movie. Name me a bad Tom Hanks, Tom Hanks movie. I wouldn't say bad. After nine, nine, 1990. No, but I Charlie wouldn't Wilson's say... That's awesome. That's a great film. Um, it's got Phil Sigmund Hoffman just Phil Sigmund Hoffering it up. It's I wouldn't okay. say there's a bad one, but there are movies of his that I think are better. So what you would say is your favourite, I probably wouldn't say is my favourite. I like The Terminal. Never seen it. And I will die on that hill. It's a good movie. Big. As a bad movie? No. As his best? No. Turner and Hooch. Ooh. League of Their Own. No, he's a, he's, he's a co-star in that. He's, like, he's not in, a, in it enough. 
you know, I, I don't actually like Castaway that much. Mm. Um, the first half is good. And then when he gets up, he gets back into civilization, <laughs> you never shape. wanted to have found. <laughs> yeah. um, he's fucking awesome in Catch Me If You Can. Uh, oh, that's oh, yeah. an okay movie. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> what? Why? It's just average. Two mice. <laughs> <laughs> Fall into a cup of cream. I oh, see. I'm Kevin Pollock. <laughs> uh, uh, that movie. Watch again. Tell you what. I'm going to message Mel, your lovely, lovely, lovely partner. Shut up. I'm going to message her. You're going to watch Catch Me If You Can and then the Woodstock 99. Mm. I've never seen Catch Me If You Can start to finish. I've seen many parts of it um, when it's on TV. I'm like, I should watch this film, but I've never actually done it. You already know what happens, so there's no real point. You don't know what happens. It's the journey, Matt. I don't think I have to tell you this. Basic insects number six. Fucking hell. I'm John Corelli, Mr. Mel, Assistant District Attorney. I have to inform you this session's being taped. This is Captain Talcott. My pleasure. And Lieutenant Walker. Hi. Can we get you anything? A cup of coffee? No, thank you. Are your attorneys going to join us? Mr. Trammell has waived her rights to an attorney. Did I miss something? I told him that you wouldn't want an attorney present. Why have you waived your right to an attorney, Mr. Mill? Why did you think I wouldn't want one? I told him you wouldn't want to hide. I have nothing to hide. 117 million. You've got mail. <laughs> His best one? No. <laughs> have you watched that recently? No. It's, uh, it's a thing, man. Mm. It's a thing. A good thing or a bad thing? It's probably the only movie that he's a bit of a prick in. Oh, he's not a nice person in that movie at the start. They went for the 90s vibe of... They went for the 90s vibe, uh... vibe, but they were a little bit too late. I think that's like... No, it's not 2000s, but it's close. It's 98, 99. The thing that's most wrong about that movie is the the front cover is so photoshopped. (laughs) If you ever look up a picture of You've Got Mail, Meg Ryan's Meg Ryan. I don't know whether they just couldn't find a decent picture of (laughs) Tom And they're like... It's got like one of their kids is like, do your best work. <laughs> we'll just touch up with it. Um, I've, so, I've, I've got I've got it though. Yeah. You bet this best one? No, he's he's well no, we're trying to pick out things that weren't good okay. after nineteen ninety. There's probably several. The Simpsons movie. He's great in that. Fuck you. Is he? He's he plays a voice in a terrible film. That movie's great. Okay. Mm. Larry Crown. Oh, don't uh oh! <laughs> Never seen that. If one. I taught you, he directed that one too. Oh, what's um, the other one? Because a... he was like, it was like with that my big fat wedding. Captain Phillips. I haven't seen that either. Oh yeah, I haven't seen that. Or I'm Sully. the captain now. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Bible ones. Da Vinci Bible? Code. Yeah. Ah, uh, never seen them. His wig saves that movie. Ugh. Oh my god! Uh, it's like they were like. I want it Beethoven-y. Mm, like the dog. <laughs> I want it... Yeah, no, no. <laughs> they said, not like the composer, not like the dog. <laughs> um, yeah, he's, he's wig in that movie. Fucking hell. Um, no, nah, but I'll, I'll stand on Tom Hanks's hill. That's the, that's the hill I die on. He was in a Carly Rae Jepsen. Yeah, he does. I really, 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 really like you. 
fucking right. love it. All right, he's got me back. I'm on board. All right, so Basic Instinct. Sexy Instinct. Yeah. Still didn't watch it. You didn't watch uh, Newman scoping on... Really? You still haven't seen it? No, I didn't have to. I read some of the book. Which other book? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you listen to that episode? He read an excerpt of the book. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, yes, that's yes, a good time. Yes. Um, basic Instinct. Yay or nay? It's a great film. Joe Estherhouse. Mm. Uh, Michael Douglas. Michael Douglas. Sharon Stone. Yep. Everyone's real sweaty. <laughs> <laughs> George DeZunder from uh, Law and Order. Just look, I love the dude. He's a Law and Order alum, but dude, how can he pass the physical of being a cop? The guy's fucking. How are we at number six? And we've been chatting for over an hour, and this is our first L and O. I don't know. There's been yeah, no, it's, there's been there's been many. Um, Did you like it? We watched it, and we were actually surprised about how much they showed. Like there is like I'm pretty sure I saw Michael Douglas's asshole in this movie, nice. and his gooch. <laughs> nice. Yeah, and <laughs> and was it nice? And I was kind of wanting to see George's son. <laughs> How does he dies fucking bloodily too? Oh, is that the guy? Yeah, his friend, the big dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh. He's in Law and Order. Yeah, if you want, if you want an X-rated Law and Order, that's just basically what it is. <laughs> and who doesn't want an X-rated Law and Order? Probably you. <laughs> boom boom. Yeah, it'll ruin it. Yeah. Um, Wayne's well, party time. We need to have a talk about Vanderhoff. The fact is, he's the sponsor. And you signed a contract guaranteeing him certain concessions, one of them being a spot on the show. Well, that's where I see things just a little differently. Contractor, no. I will not bow to any sponsor. Sorry you feel that way, but basically it's the nature of the beast. Maybe I'm wrong on this one, but for me, the beast doesn't include selling out. Garth, you know what I'm talking about, right? It's like people only do things because they get paid. And that's just really sad. I can't talk about it anymore. It's giving me a headache. Here, take two of these. Ah, new print. Little. Yellow. Different. Have you seen this? Yes. Thank you. <laughs> um, what if he'd said no? I think he would have walked out. <laughs> Your own house. Yeah. I'm out. Is this from a Saturday Night Live skit or... Yeah. So... Wow. Yep, so it was was a sketch. It was probably one of the first ones. Um, Oh, no, it wasn't the first one. There was one called Pat about an androgynous... That got turned into a film. Yeah. Ooh. That's a thing, man. But very few of the Saturday Night Live skits that get made into films are any good. Very, very few. (laughs) It's probably uh, just this. No, the Roxbury. <laughs> Don't even Superstar. Start. No. Corky Romani. No, one. no. Ladies man. Ladies man. Um, yeah, no, nah, they're usually pretty bad. Um, mm. This one, and like, if you've this, uh, I, I saw a, I've listened to a few things about Mike Myers. He's not a great dude. Like, not in like any dirty way, but like, apparently, he's like a nightmare to work with. He seems, from like the docos and interviews I've seen and read, just too professional. I think. I he's think too he's got business orientated. I think he's got a, he's got a vision, and I just don't think he has the ability to be flexible on that vision, or and have fun in 
between. Yeah. So apparently, like, um, with Austin Powers, like, it's very, like, he's very morose off screen. Like, it's he saves it all for the screen. If you fuck up, I've heard horror stories from Doctor Seuss from the Cat in the Hat set. Apparently, mm. he was a fucking monster on that set. Mm. There was kids on that set. Mm. That's uh, internet uh, wormhole that I went down. I'm like. How shit was Mike Myers on the set of Cat? <laughs> so when he vanished, contesting with Alec Baldwin, by the way. <laughs> when he disappeared in two thousand and four, was that maybe not? Uh, well, because his own decision. Love Guru came out, and that bombed. Yep. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, and I, so, so, you can you can be as much as I did for. I mean, I can't really talk because I just did it for Tom Tom Hanks for like ten minutes, but like. I've had so many people go like, no, no, really watch that film. I'm like, no, it's a fucking mess. Like that, that love guru is a fucking mess. It's not good. And like the, pre- all these premises are like from 1960s England and like they don't age well. Like yeah. it's not, like even Austin Powers, like Mal had never seen Austin Powers before. The first um, one's good. Madness. We watched, we watched two of them. We didn't watch Goldman because I know that one's fucking horrible. Um, Only if you like Dutch people, right? Uh, and then... I will say that the second, the start of the second one where he goes on Jerry Springer is, I love that. <laughs> I got your globe. <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, but I, it's watching it again. It's weird going, oh, this is 1997 and he's walking through a hotel and they're like doing like little double entendres with like his penis, like and putting like bread rolls and fruit in, in front of it and something. Yeah, cool. What of it? It's just. I'm glad it worked out for him, but fuck, that's a gamble. Like, can you think about like he's like, are we gonna do Benny Hill esque? Yeah, and it's like I'm just gonna go for it, and then like it did work out. Then he smashed it to the ground. Yeah, Should've what happened? That. What is he doing these days? Uh, he well, he's in Inglorious Bastards. Remember he was in Studio Fifty Four. He's like uh, the the oh, owner. Yeah. He's the owner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, it's fucking great. Um, it's in Bohemian Rhapsody as well. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's um I think he's oh he's doing a TV show and it was going to come out I think COVID fucked with it a bit it's a uh, he is a it's him doing a British reporter but I think it's one of those ones where he plays like ten characters throughout the show oh. so he's like he's kind of <laughs> he's kind of the clumps the clumps singer yeah. <laughs> he's also I think for the most part lately been a dad yeah yeah from from when he was on Conan, like he just talked about how much he loved his kid, how great his kid is, how amazing his kid is, everything is about his kid. Yeah, because he's got a kid. Um, we showed, we showed my boys, the dinner scene of the Manly Professor. <laughs> <laughs> the Hercules bit. Hercules, yeah. Hercules, Hercules. <laughs> Fucking hell! <laughs> and then it's like they kind of looked at me like, "This is the stuff that you have a go at us for when we do it." I'm like, "Yeah, but when he does it, it's funny." <laughs> Um, fuck man, farts are funny. Um, Home Alone Two, Lost in New York. Pizza. I'm gonna go down to the police station and make sure that they're doing everything in their power to find Kevin. I want you to stay here with Frank, Leslie, and the kids. No, I'm going out to look for him. What? With all due respect, madam, your son is lost in one of the biggest cities in the world. Could you stay out of this, please? As you wish. Thank you. I don't think it's a good idea for you to start running around all over New York City all by yourself. I think if our son can do it, I can do it. Okay, then, Peter, I'll be fine. The way I'm feeling right now, no mugger or murderer would dare mess with me. Madam, there are hundreds of parasites out there, armed to the teeth. 
Do bundle up. It's awfully cold outside. Mash. Yes. Did you watch this? The this best tasting mash you'll ever have. Is this the one you watched? It is. <sighs> Matt. <sighs> what? Have you seen this movie? Yes. Thank you. Hooray. Do you like it better than the first one? When's the last time you saw this movie? A while ago. So. You'll find this man. I've got a fugitive view. If I was to stop and think, uh, maybe the first one's better of the two? Uh, no, I actually can't. And this is like, my younger son uh, loves Home Alone 2. And he, we watched it last Christmas. Did the pigeon lady get to him? Got to me. <laughs> No, you're not in the way you think. Like, that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I know that she's a displaced human. It's, it's actually um, not that gross. She's it, not that gross. She, uh, she's, she's not got, that gross. She's got fucking pigeons all over her, man. Yeah. She's wearing a lot of layers. Uh, okay. You, um, <laughs> turtle doves. <laughs> turtle doves. <laughs> I was so excited for that bit. I was so ready. <laughs> It's almost my favourite bit. Total dash. Total dash. I love Mr. Dang. This stupid old man. He's like someone they just wheeled onto set. It's like, you're an old man. No, he's from stuff. He's done things. He was in Baby's Day Out. Yeah. Total dash. I was like how everything is like, he just talks so wistfully. He's like, well... We get the money from here, and we take it to the children's hospital. And he he went a little bit Chris Farley in Wayne's World too, with the like the, <laughs> over the top point. The clap. Money out of the show. Go show. Have a total dumps. Is that two rubbers in the dollhouse of there? No, that's fine. <laughs> total dumps. <laughs> Matt's just looking at us like what the fuck. Um, you don't remember the total dumps scene. Yeah. Do you remember? Yeah, yeah, I remember it, but why is it so funny? I don't know. Just because he says dubs funny? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, um, Tim Curry yes. as the. And uh, Rob Schneider. Nah, he's fine. Um, <laughs> who's better in this film? Now, take a long think before you answer, because I know you want to answer immediately. <laughs> Daniel Stern or Tim Curry? And don't just yell at Tim Curry because it's Tim Curry. Because it's very slapsticky, but it doesn't feel slapsticky and annoying. Daniel Stern's funny in this because in the bits where he's getting hey. pummeled. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's pretty funny, like in, in all his bits. Like, I think, man, Joe Pesci went full muttly. He's like, but yeah, Daniel Stern in this movie, um, the bit where he's like, <laughs> Where he's like getting electrocuted. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. He's like, so good. like he's over the top, but he's not annoyingly ridiculous over the top. Yeah. He, it doesn't he gets have, it right. It doesn't have the bit where he falls over and he's like, what? <laughs> what a hole. <laughs> yeah, what a hole. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that, was got- sh- that was the sound of a tool chest. Going down the stairs. <laughs> He's got so many good lines in this. I love him so much. How bad is it? The, the bit where they get, they get crushed by the tool chest and then they crick their nose back. But they told, they must have told him, like, you have to stand at this angle. Otherwise, we can totally tell that it's like a fake nose. Mm-hmm. 
and Joe Pesci just doesn't do like his nose is all fucked up and it's like that's plasticine like yeah can, and he's just like he nearly breaks it off for Rick <laughs> still uh, I believe it I don't know Tim Curry we love you <laughs> sir your mistake <laughs> when the video yells out like you've been if and Cliff's been having it off yeah you've been having it off with Cliff and he goes no it's a lie <laughs> it's a lie <laughs> How good is the recording quality of that little talk boy, by the way? Yeah. He walks off out the room and it still like picks everything up perfectly. Do you know that... Um, so I was listening to another... There's a, another podcast from Canada called History of the 90s. Um, definitely check it out. It's really good. She talked about how um, the talk boy wasn't actually invented. Uh, they they made it after the movie, after the fact. Like there was, there was, there was kind of ones around, but not exactly the same as the one that's in the movie. And then after everyone saw that, they were like, make this toy. I had one. Did you? I had one. Oh, we talked about this, haven't we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> Sorry. I don't like the fact that he says, <laughs> I'm Mr. McAllister, the father. <laughs> like, dude. Well, he's dumb. Yeah. It's a My- kid. Kids are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I like it's Like, he clearly does stupid kid things, but he's also like, he kind of has his wits about him, but it's not... You know, he's not super smart. Like, he's still... But how much has he got... Like, he's strutting in this movie because he's already had the Home Alone success. Mm. And, like, I think this one, he's like, I know my appeal. I don't have to do much. Like, I'm, like... I'm owning this. I don't enjoy when he walks out of the hallway and then he comes back in to do the Merry Christmas, Happy New Year bit. Yeah, that's a little bit. That's just for the trailer. That's too too much. It's for the trailer. Yeah, cut it out. Chocolate (laughs) Josh. Matt, sorry, did you have any info? <laughs> Not at all. I've never no. heard two people talk about Home Alone 2 so much. Maybe you'd like to listen to our special... When was special... the last time you watched it? Last night. Last night. Before that, probably not that long. I think we I watched it 15 times last Christmas. I'm not even kidding. I mean, over that... the course of the day? Over the, over the course of, the, of December, I watched that movie 15 times. In preparation? Sometimes... For just fast forwarded to the bit where he's doing the, the traps. Mm. So he's is, that like, Let's just... for, is that mainly for the kids? Yeah, like Hamish would come in and like, let's just do the traps tonight, Dad. I'm like, ah, okay. <laughs> to tell you the truth, I never got sick of it. I was like, yeah, whatever. Let's watch it again. Mm. Let's watch let's watch a boy throw bricks at men. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah. I'm not gonna get young. you know what? I wanna find you turtle doves. <laughs> I'm gonna give it to you for Christmas one year. Oh. Not this year. One year. That'd be the best gift. <laughs> what are we going to talk about in November now? Just do this all over again. Yeah. <laughs> I'll watch it again. Do a scene-by-scene uh, breakdown. Yes, please. 136 million. Uh, 139 million, Sister Act. Oh, we've moved yeah. on. Yes. <sighs> yes, Mary Patrick. Reverend Mother, on behalf of all the sisters here at St. Catherine's, I'd like to offer a great big hi there and hello to Sister Mary Clarence. Hi. <laughs> And as part of the welcome, I thought that maybe our new sister could offer today's blessing. Well, that is very thoughtful of you, Mary Patrick, but I really... Oh, yeah, yeah, I could do that. Uh, sure. Right. Uh, bless us, O Lord, for these thy gifts which we're about to receive. And yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of no food, I will fear... No hunger. We want you to give us this day our daily bread and to the Republic for which it stands. And by the power invested in me, I pronounce this 
ready to eat. Amen. Amen. Be seated. Remember that bit in Homeland too? <laughs> nah, um, we talked about this with Bob. Um, Bob was a big, a big Sister Act fan. Yeah. Um, I also watched it. It's good. It's yeah. based in New York where Homeland 2 is based. Is it? No, it's not. It's in Las Vegas. What? Yes, it is. It's not, it's not in... They go to Reno. You go check on your computer there. I'm pretty sure you'll see that Sister Act is so it's, set. In it's s- based in America where Homeland 2 is also <laughs> based. Um... So, uh, have you seen this? Yeah, of course. We would have seen it at with school. You're not allowed to say "of course" anytime. <laughs> <laughs> oh, of course, I've seen all of these. Uh, Harvey Cartel. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about him anymore. The the lead one. I don't know. Like, I guess he's good. Like, compared to Kevin Costner and Harrison Ford, he has a lot more range. Uh, excuse me. Harvey Cartel has more range than Kevin Costner he's and Harrison got Ford put together. At, he's, he's got yelling at someone and he's got quietly talking to someone. That's his range. And he's got helping two best friends across the this country. This is what he did. Bam! Bam! <laughs> he's pretty good. Matt, would you like to take my side? Harvey Cartel yes. or Tom Hanks, Matt? Whoa, oh, no one brought oh, Tom no, Hanks into it. That's, that's or Harrison Ford. Church, church. Oh, I'd go Cartel. <laughs> you just said that yeah. Harrison Ford is a pretty lame Harvey actor. Cartel never said tits, though. <laughs> Sorry? He, he might have. He might have, actually. Yeah, he probably does. Little Nicky. Um, so what's after sis, sis, Sister Act? <laughs> that's, that's, it. that's him going, we need to get this one. <laughs> we, Lethal Weapon coming. 3. Did you see that? See what? Jay Walker. Jay Walker? Hey, hold it right there, pal. Can you step up here, please? Me? Yes, you. Well, what happened there, there? What'd you do? Jaywalking. I saw you. Large as life. I'm going to have to cite you. Jaywalking? Oh, Jesus. Come on. Yeah, can you handle this one yourself? Should I radio for backup? Huh? Ask you People are committing deal. actual I crimes in this city and you're hassling me for crossing the street. Shut up. Right? Yeah. Oh, you, you know how to fill one of these out? A long time ago. Let me see. Can't read it. It's premise. No, no. But I'm a yeah. massive. Help. Can we speed this up, please? You may have nothing to do. I have things to do today, okay? No, we can't. So will you shut up? Jaywalking. Yeah? License? Yeah, jaywalking? Yeah, jaywalking. I don't have it on me, okay? I wasn't driving, okay? I was walking. What, do I need a walking license oh, now? Man, let's just shoot. Oh, 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 Get out of the way, Roger. I'm going to drill him. Will you make it look like suicide? Get out of the way. Will you make it look like suicide? I don't care. I'm still going to drill him. Get out of the way. Get out of your phone. My father killed you. No, that way. Not that way. This way. This way. Over there. Go right around. Okay. Are you glad we moved on? Fucking fallacy. That movie's not good. Hmm. It's got a Xerox copy of Rob De Niro as a bad guy. It's like, we couldn't afford Rob De Niro, but we got the Xerox copy of him. Yep. It's got... But that guy's good. We agreed that he's alright. Oh, you agreed. I did not agree. Oh. Um, well, when they did that movie, it was probably going to be the last lethal weapon, wasn't it? Yeah, but and then... And then they resurrected it for the fourth. Yeah. We'll get there. 98? Terrible late nineties. Um, they just said to Danny Glover and to fuckface Mel Gibson, fuckface. Um, they just said like just. (laughs) Carry on. They just said, "You do what you want to do. If you want to talk over 
a high impact bomb scene at the start and drag it out to like nine minutes. Yep. Just do it because people like your banter. You know what? I don't like that banter. <laughs> we do like the saxophone though. I do. I do. <laughs> Did you like any of the lethal weapons? I like lethal weapon too. Yep. Diplomatic immunity. <laughs> Look, we might even they might come up as a stop. <laughs> we we still might do our um. We might do our 1989 watch along to break up the seasons. I'm not sure. Ooh. But I think Ghostbusters 2 was in the running. Yeah. Um, I don't mind the first one either. Like, I, yeah. I, it's this one was just like, you don't. Uh, Rene Russo, I mean, I know you. No comment. Um, <clears throat> but they'll give. <clears throat> <clears throat> you're doing my Emma Stone thing. <laughs> um, I think. And it's not because. Um, Mel Gibson turned into a piece of shit. He just seems to throw his weight around a bit in this movie. He's not... He's a little bit less Riggs-ish in this movie. He's not vulnerable anymore. He's like, I'm the star now, and I'm going to do it. Not because... Okay, my in-depth <laughs> analysis. Us. If you're going to be Riggs in Lethal Weapon, the first movie you're doing it because you've got nothing else to live for. You don't give a shit. You'll get fucking burnt by Mr. Benjamin. Is it Mr. Benjamin? Yes. Yeah, and you don't give a shit. Number two, you're trying to be okay with the fact that you are still pining for your lost wife, but you're trying to assimilate into society. And you don't like racist South Africans. That's fine. I'm all on board for that. But you do like Patsy Kensett for some reason. Who's that? Oh, yeah. the yeah. Um, number three, he's too... He's put, his, he's put his hair in a ponytail. He's quit smoking. He's just not... He's got a new lease on life. You can't... But then you can't then flip into crazy rigs mode when you're like this mild-mannered guy at the start who's like, I'll blow up a building because like I think I know which wires to cut. You can't do that. Like You, you need to... So like Either you don't do the movie at all or you give him another reason to not... They <laughs> Danny Glover shoots his son's best friend in this movie and they don't really hover on that for like five minutes like it's not that big a deal if anything i suppose they're trying to flip it and say well now it's um danny glover's time time turn to be like the the out of control cop but he's not he's murder he's, he's just tired and old he, he's tired he's old he's about to retire his family his entire family comes into the bathroom while he's taking a bath and everyone seems to be okay with that because the wife puts the face washer over his crotch <laughs> which was not big enough because joe pesci could still see it yes I mean, Murtar. That guy fucks. Uh, um, but yeah, do you agree? Do you think there's not enough... There's too much There's not enough agency for, for Riggs to be doing the crazy shit in the third one as in the first two. That's my thing. That's my thesis. I just thought it was a bit of a fun film and you have taken a very serious reading of these. <laughs> my, my takeaway is, um, in Lethal Weapon, Joe mm. Pesci is a real estate agent. <clears throat> In Home Alone 2, he's in a little house in a toy shop. <laughs> Same universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's my takedown of Lethal Weapon. So that's that's the films for 1992. The number one box office breaker. Of blockbuster. Do you, know what, do you know why they call it Blockbuster? Because when Jaws and Star Bust. Wars were people lining up for it, they went around blocks. They were busting blocks. That's wow. why. That's where the term blockbuster comes from. How do they call Lego Lego? <laughs> so that was the number one movie. No, Batman Returns. 
Oh. I admire your handiwork. Touring the riot scene. Gravely assessing the devastation. Upstanding mayor's stuff. You're not the mayor. Things change. What do you want? Ah, the direct approach. I admire that in a man with a mask. <laughs> skip it because it's a bit of a dull ending batman returns was the number one movie of 1992 with 162 million could end world poverty dollars <laughs> mm. uh yeah good episode um <laughs> <laughs> to dust off a of kevin pollock uh, you got some christopher walken in there yeah. uh as max shrek um this this movie shows contempt for the whole Batman timeline. Um, Tim Burton is a fucking monster. Um, the most important question you've yet to ask, Matthew. Have you seen Batman Returns? Yes. Yes. All right. What so was your... what, what's the tally then out of twenty? It's got to be almost oh, right. half. No. I reckon it's eight. You four. think you've seen eight? Eight. You think you've seen ten? More. More than ten. I I think eleven. Really. I'm going to say it's scene 11. What was the first M-rated movie you saw? Sorry? What was the first M-rated movie you saw? Because my first M-rated movie I ever saw in the cinema was Batman Returns. Do you remember? No. no. Not at all. Well, that's the end of that conversation. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Do you... Uh, okay. No, but look... At- I, I feel like you've seen... Wait, you haven't seen A Few Good Men or Boomerang? Correct. Beauty and the Beast? No. Unforgiven, um, Yes. Last Mohicans? No. No. Fried and, and no to fried green tomatoes. White Man Can Jump? I've seen that. The Bodyguard? Yeah. Dracula? Yeah. Patriot Games? Yeah. Five. Under Siege? Yeah. I think he's seen them all. Hand That Rocks a Cradle? Seven. Aladdin? Eight. Okay. Legal. Ah, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just. <laughs> I've already lost. Don't give a shit anymore. <laughs> it was the first three that uh, just really yeah. set you up, but he's seen mm. more than I have seen on this list. Well, kudos to you. <laughs> now, did you have any special mentions of uh, shit? No, I was going to say, like, looking at the top 20 of those films, how many of those films are still looking at how many the of them hold of up cinema now? are actually, you know, classics or anything like that? Home well, two. I think because that generation, nah. because that generation has died, hasn't died yet, Unforgiven's <laughs> still mm-hmm. there. I want to see the. The Nielsen thing go up when they put Unforgiven on on a Sunday night. Yeah. It's like, like Grandpa shoes people out the den. <laughs> Get me the twelve year scotch. I'm going to fall asleep in the first twenty minutes <laughs> of Unforgiven. Um, I think I would no. love to see. We I think we talked about this. I would love to um, show a twenty year old 
uh, Wayne's World and see, see if what they, they get it. Yeah, see if they get it, or like even show them. Um, that's just, no, it's probably just Wayne's World because like it's just it's such a weird movie. It's Would it's, they it's, get it of its time movie? Like yeah. if you were around that mm. time, you'll keep carrying that on throughout the ages. But if you weren't born that time, if you don't get like that hair metal grungy type sort of thing, if you don't see why it was such a big deal that Bohemian Rhapsody is in that movie, yeah, you got no context. Yeah. That's my that's my. I will, I will take that to people at work and say, yes. go home and watch Wayne's World. I would like to see the the results. And the result would be three people saying no. Not gonna do that, <laughs> and that'll be it's the like end of it. The old guy is talking to us again. <laughs> Basically, he asked me for a Snapchat the other day. He doesn't even what the fuck it is. I really don't. Um, thank you for coming. If you want to get in contact with us, it's uh, livingthepastpod at gmail.com You can come on and you can have me yell at you about not watching Disney movies. Isn't that inviting? Um, it's actually more fun than it sounds. Yeah, uh, you can. What are you what? doing? So uh, we can check out. You can check out the Instagram. <laughs> you can also check out the, uh, in the episode description. We've got our uh, Spotify. I feel like I'm gonna get shot by the South African. <laughs> Just seeing if there's any plastic behind me. <laughs> um, see, you, uh, we'll see you next time. Bye. Cheers. Thank you once again for listening to Living in the Past. Got some awesome people to thank at the end of the show here. Andrew Golding does our music for us. You can check out his stuff at www.antigold.bandcamp.com. Rebecca Sheedy, she does our artwork. You can check out her stuff on Instagram at mildscribbling. Send us an email at livingthepastpod at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram. You can check out letterbox.com following PD Lumsden and check out the movies that we've been talking about this season. You can check out the music we've been talking about on the podcast by going to Spotify and searching Living in the Past podcast and then the month that you want to check out. Want to help us grow the show? Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or tell your neighbour, tell your friend, tell your mother. It all helps. And until next time, as we always say, sit back, look back and relax. Thanks.